This morning, I want to share briefly on what I'm calling the snare is broken, and we're going to give ourselves some opportunity to pray to God to set us free from snares in our lives. So, I pray that your heart will be open to the Lord, that the Lord will minister to you before you leave this place. Please stand with me as we take our text, Psalm 124. Psalm 124, I read 1 to 8 as the whole psalm. Psalm 124, New Living Translation. Psalm 124. All right. What if the Lord had not been on our side? Let all Israel repeat. What if the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us? They would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger. The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. Yes, the raging waters of their fury would have overwhelmed our very lives. And verse 6 says, Praise the Lord who did not let their teeth tear us apart. We escaped like a bird from a hunter's trap. The trap is broken. Can we all say that together? The trap is broken and we are free. Let's say it together and we are free. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. Anka subontin abwafa yen kraso. Anka insua eya hantan abwafa yen kraso. Inshrani eradia wanfa yen anje hanam ama wansi. Yen kra ebjane se anoma efrefi sunfo fidiye mu. Fidiye no ebubu. Na yen diye ebjane. Yen yen mwa wo eradia wo yon soro ni asase no edin emu. Eradia sem enye. Amen. Please put your hand on your chest and pray to God to minister to you this morning before you leave. Ask him to touch your life even today. Ask that your heart to be open to him for you to understand clearly what he wants to do in your life. Receiving of him by faith and your breakthrough coming through for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning that we have a great opportunity to listen to your word. Let the entrance of your word bring light to us. Let the entrance of your word bring salvation to us. Let the word of the Lord set us free today in the name of Jesus. We come against every hindrance in Jesus' name and we ask that there will be a free cause for your word to achieve the purpose for which it is being said. We call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. When I was very young, we used to set traps for mice. Mice in our homes. And there's this little uh, instrument that has been, have been uh, manufactured. And you put a little bit of bread or fish. And it's been set in such a way that when the mice scent uh, the, the, the scent of the fish or something comes around, as soon as it gets to the fish, then the trap grabs it. Amen. 
ebiye mwenye tibi niye de ashano, ya tutuni ya de ashano, na sa abuane tini mwenye, no obapa, mwenye na jezo kwe kuhipe, mwenye na abono, na cheno. And then we have those of us also who know about Bela. Can you say Bela? <laughs> those who follow Bela in the bush, they have a way that they, they trap the Bela. And when the Bela comes, and then they catch it, and they do whatever they want to do with it. Gabriel, so in Bela. Okay, all right. <laughs> Okay, so when we talk about snares in life, we are basically looking at anything that traps or entangles us unknowingly. And the life that you and I live as God's children is made up of all kinds of snares that sometimes will find us trapped. And and if you look at the text that we read, particularly from verse 6, the psalmist is praising God for the fact that the enemy's trapped did not get them, but it was the Lord who helped them to escape from the trap of the enemy, like the way a bird will escape from the hunter's trap. And I like the way he put it. We escape like a bird from a hunter's trap. And it says the trap is broken and we are free. So when the bela is caught, if, if the bela is fortunate, he may escape the trap of the, those who are following it. Uh, if the mouse is, 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 is trapped and is fortunate, most times the mouse dies. But if he's also smart, he can free itself from the trap and all that. So it's the same thing when we are in trap when we are ensnared, God is our help, like the psalmist says. God breaks that trap, God breaks that snare, and then we walk in freedom. And this morning as we share God's word my prayer for you is that if in any way you are ensnared or trapped by anything may the Lord break that trap and may the Lord release you into freedom it is a coin be or what when someone first was a phone a first was a zoom video be a was a you Lift up your right hand and say with me, God is my help. And God is my deliverer. And this morning I will be delivered from every trap of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If someone snares something, they get it in a clever way, perhaps through deception. We live in a, in a situation where there are a lot of people who deceive us and, and trap us. They deceive us, they trap us, and they collect our monies unknowing it. It is after they have done it that we realize that, oh, we have been trapped. If something is snared, it means that they are caught in a trap. 
If a situation is described as a snare, it means that it is a trap from which it is difficult to escape. There are some people who have been enslaved or trapped by debt. You've collected a lot of loans. You enjoy collecting the loans, but the repayment has become a problem, and you found yourself in the trap of loans. You are some who are in situations in your office that has become a trap for you. You sign a document unknowingly. Perhaps you didn't read the details of the document and you sign and the thing has become a trap for you. There are three purposes of snares. Three purposes. Number one, the snare is supposed to catch the targeted subject or prey. It is supposed to catch you or arrest you or keep you or lay hold on your life. The trap also is meant to keep somebody in a particular state for a long time, if not for a lifetime. There are some of us who have been ensnared by poverty. Poverty upon poverty upon poverty. And you have remained in that situation over a long time. May the Lord deliver you from that ensnarement. There are some of us who have found ourselves in certain relationships, not by our own way, but you were trapped by the man or trapped by the lady. And when you got into that relationship in terms of marriage, your eyes have been opened and realized that I've been trapped. May the Lord set you free, even though you may have to remain in it. God will set you free to operate. So traps or snares are there to get hold of your life. They're also there to keep you in a certain situation for a rather long time or even for life. Thirdly, they are there to limit your normal and free movement in life. One of the things that I realized in life that I share the message on indebtedness, if you are owing somebody some amount of money, your, your movement is limited because if you are in your home and the one you are owing appears, you may tell your children, tell her, I'm not there, I'm not there, I'm not there. You can't move freely because if you are moving in town and you're, you set eyes on the one, you want to dodge or you want to go and find and take cover. That is a trap for you. May the Lord deliver you from that. Amen. There are 
na wo fie na otese nipa na wo muse wo ba pa na wo tene ne pe na wo ka kire wo maze wo munka se me ni ho da no na abeye oso asem awrade nyie mfisa eya fidie no mu snares are of different categories we have the spiritual snares I'll just mention a few of them. Spiritual snares are trappings or entanglements relating to our general work with God as disciples. You are a disciple of God. You want to move freely with God. You want to grow in your relationship with him. But there are certain things that will ensnare you to prevent you from growing and building your spiritual muscles the way you ought to. One of these spiritual snares is sin. Of course, God delivered us from the trappings of sin, perpetual trap of the sin. But sometimes we live our lives in some kind of um, secret sins and we find ourselves ensnared and trapped. And we are not able to grow the way God wants us to grow. Sin is one of the spiritual snares. There are other issues like fear, like bitterness. Somebody's done something to you. You said in your heart that I will not forgive that person. And there's bitterness growing deeply in your life and bearing fruit in your life. And that becomes a snare, spiritual snare, preventing you from receiving from the Lord answers from God as you pray. And that deep-rooted bitterness must be uprooted so that that snare over your life as a child of God will be broken and you can walk freely and grow as God's child. What about the tongue? Sometimes the same tongue that we use to praise God is the same tongue that we use to curse others. So the tongue, you may release a word that you find difficult to retract because you have already said it and it's already gone. And that happens and there's tension between you and the one to whom you said whatever you said to. It's a spiritual snare that hinders your spiritual freedom and growth in the Lord. There are also satanic snares. Of course, Satan is our arch enemy. And he is the one who is leading the fight against our growth in the Lord. And Satan can prompt people to be a snare in your life. They can tempt you in various ways and, and, and move you into a situation where you find that you have become entangled and trapped. I listened to a very interesting story about one of our men of God around when we went to a jura in a group and one of the, our friends was just sharing about this craze to get power to grow our churches and to have many more people and to do miracles and all that. This young pastor who was growing was so entangled, they saw he sees the big, big ministers around and his desire to, to have whatever it is for his church to grow. 
na e assembly o te e mra o mko odwura no e fa eye software no no onyiye papa na fe wo hwe wo ma wo mo asore enyini no mu ni ade enipa wo mu dodo ono na fe na dwin mu na ye se minya se ka me so masore be yesa enti no eye okwan a o pese o be fa so a enye kwampa na e be ma na sore so etimi enye so this man spoke to one Suppose minister whose church was growing. He said, do you want your church to grow? Do you want to do miracles? He said, yes. And so come with me. And deep at night, around 12 midnight, this young man was taken to the sea, to the beach. And the man who took him did some incantations. And there appeared a very beautiful woman from the sea. It came as fish. Just as it got to the beach, it turned into a very beautiful woman. And the deal was that the young man must have sex with him, with her. There, 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 there. And that's the condition for the church to grow. This sex thing was not something in secret. It was there in the open. And he was forced to have sex with her. And she was, he was given a certain ring. From that day, from that day, the church was growing. Many people were coming around. But he had a problem. He, he felt at one point that he had trapped himself. Because when he sleeps in his, in his dream, this woman keeps coming. This woman keeps coming to have sex with him. And when, when the woman has sex with him, excuse me, when he releases the sperm, he's supposed to wipe the sperm, wipe the sperm and clean his face with the sperm. And the guy felt that he had been trapped. He had to quickly run. This happened over a long period. And he realized that, no, no. The members are coming. Miracles are taking place. But I'm not myself. I feel I've been trapped. He had to go find a genuine minister of God to confess that. And he had to go through deliverance. Serious deliverance. We call that satanic snares that we find ourselves in. Satanic snares, they are traps set by the devil and his cohorts meant to frustrate or obstruct or hinder the believer's fruitful life and walk with God. The Satan and his cohorts. I want you to know that there are people who are Satan's agents on the face of this earth. And Satan's agenda for them, for us, is to set traps for us. Traps for us that will entangle us. And until the Lord delivers you from that, you will forever remain in that trap. A story is told of Judas. Judas is Carol, the one who betrayed Jesus, 
Judas was prompted by the devil. The trap was set by the devil for him. The Bible said that Satan entered him and prompted him. And Judas got up and went to the guys and said, How much will you give to me if I betray Jesus? And they counted 30 pieces of silver for him. He betrayed Jesus with the keys. But later on, he realized that he had been trapped. He had been trapped. And he committed suicide satanic traps i pray in the name of jesus that if there's any one of you here who have been trapped by the devil may the fire of the lord deliver you there are spiritual snares, there are satanic snares, and of course there are personal snares. Can we say that together? Personal snares. And these are actions, pronouncements, or any other things one consciously or otherwise get involved in or with that eventually entangles him. One of it is our love and desire for riches. The Bible says that love for money is the root of all evil. People love money. They want to have more money. Having more money is not a crime. It's not a sin. The love for it, that drives you to do unchristian things, to do all kinds of things, to make the money. That is what entangles you. You may have the money, but you remain entangled. I told you about a certain man when we were living in, in Kokomemle. They call him Sasu. He owns a number of hotels around. He did Sikadro. And I am telling you, the man had a sore on his leg here. If he raises his trouser up and you saw the sore, deep sore, deep, deep, that was the source of the money coming because he went to do Sikadro. Nah. But maybe I need a friend with Sasu. Ah, why here hotels are not going to Kokomemle? the man is dead and gone but the sikadro brought a lot of money to him there are some people who sell their manhood they sell their manhood for riches. They say, bring your manhood. They will do their things and incantations. Your manhood will die forever. But you will enjoy what you went for. That's a trap. Until the Lord delivers you, your manhood remains dead. But God is able to resurrect it as he breaks the chain. Listen to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many arrows. Listen to what Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 9 says. Habakkuk 2 9. 
What sorrow awaits you who build big houses with money gained dishonestly? You believe your wealth will buy security, putting your family's nest beyond the reach of danger. But by the murders you committed, you have shamed your name and forfeited your life. The very stones in the walls cry out against you, and the beams in the ceilings echo complete. What sorrow awaits you who build cities with money gain through murder and corruption? So people make money through corruption. People make money by killing others. People make money by sacrificing their children. Children. Those of you who are privy to watching some of this Nigerian film, you find a little baby put in the mortar and they are pounding the child, pounding the child, pounding, sacrificing because people want money. If you are like that, you have found yourself in a trap. The devil has enslaved you. The Lord must deliver you from that. Because it is the Lord who gives you the ability to make wealth. Personal snares. We have what we call self-indulgence. There are people who, are, who want to satisfy their appetite. They drink appetite. My uncle, he was drinking appetite. He was drinking his salary with appetite. 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 His lips became very red. He was trapped by appetite. His lungs got spoiled. Eventually, he died. This man would drink and lie in the gutter as if he's sleeping in his bedroom because of appetite. Ensnarement of self-indulgence. There are people who are involved in massive sex. Anything is sketch you want to sleep with. You are ensnared. You are in a trapped. And the Lord must deliver you. Amen. I used to have an auntie who passed on a few years back. Food. Food. Everybody say food. Lunch, she won't eat one type of meal. She will eat bangun, she will eat fufu, she will eat yam, she will eat kokonte, and she has appetite there. She will eat and eat to the point that she will be panting because the belly is overfilled. That's she died, she died, she died. She became obolo, let's all say obolo, because of food. And she died, appetite, all kinds of wine. And she just be eating. She can't just eat one type of meal at lunchtime or breakfast time. She wants to eat everything. Everything that passes in front of her, she wants to chop, 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 chop. You are ensnared. The Lord must deliver you from that. Uncontrolled, uncontrolled appetite. Uncontrolled appetite. 
The next thing about our personal snares is words, what we say. You know, there's somebody that just talk. Anything they will talk about, what they should be say, they'll be saying. What they should be say at a particular point, they will say it. And sometimes you say something and realize that, oh, I have trapped myself. I shouldn't have said this at this place at this time. Entrapment. When you are like that, the Lord must deliver you. The Lord must deliver your mouth from traps. Because it's not everything that you talk about. You must know when and what to say at what point in time and who to say to. Those who gossip. Those who are walking, walking newspapers, walking Joy FM. You must be delivered from that trap. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 If you have trapped yourself by your agreement And are caught by what you say Follow my advice and save yourself For you have placed yourself at your friend's mercy Now swallow your pride Go and beg to have his name erased <laughs> Don't put it off Do it now Don't rest until you do it Save yourself like the gazelle, escaping from a hunter, like a bird, fleeing from the nets. Talking too much, talking unnecessarily. We must guard what we say, where we say it. Even when you are going to court, they say, what you say may be charged against you. Even that they are trying to control what you say. Personal ensnarement. Peter denied Jesus. Jesus warned him that you are going to deny me before the cock crows. But I said, oh, no, 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 I don't do that. Peter denied. Luke chapter 22, he said, oh me, I don't know him. I don't know him from anywhere. I don't know him from Adam. Later on, when he turned and saw Jesus, he realized that he had trapped himself. And God, through Jesus, had to deliver him from that. Peter, <laughs> So that's a snare by your personal actions. Now there are snares by others, your friends, people who don't love you in the office. There are people who may set traps for you. They may ask you to sign a check. If you don't take time to look at the details and you just sign, you may find yourself in trouble. And I know there are many who have been trapped by this kind of thing, by friends, suppose friends. There are friends who may come with some business venture. This is a very lucrative. I tell you, if you put this amount in, you will gain this. If you don't think through, if you don't pray about it, if you don't seek counsel, and you find yourself in that business, you realize that it was a fake business, and you'll be ensnared by that. Your money is gone, struggling to retrieve your money because you took the wrong move. Ketsi, the friend's advice. 
Hmm, where did this guy come from? 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 May the Lord help us and deliver us from our snares. In the name of Jesus. Let me give you some specific examples in life snares. There are some people, they find themselves in certain relationships. Beautiful girls, beautiful young. All the statistics about their features. Yeah. Somebody comes to propose, they move two minutes, the thing is broken. Oh, I don't love you again. All of a sudden, the man says, and it's happening. All the, you are in a trap. The Lord must deliver you from that. Yeah. I know a certain lady that way back when I was in Calvary sharing, because she's no longer here, but her beauty, very beautiful lady, and the guys who come around, they don't just come because they want to marry her, but they come because, excuse me to say, they want to use her. And that's has been happening all the time. And when it happens, she will come and will pray with her. She will come. That's the kind of trap that she is in. And the Lord must break the snare around her life so that she will be free and have the right person to marry. When you're dear, a woman was now caught up, but my friend said, Sir, and also, I had not to say, I was so to me. Some people in dreams constantly, there's this big, huge black man who comes to have sex with you every time, every time you sleep, and it's like a reality, a reality in your life. The Lord must set you free from that snake. Finances under constant attack, you have money. All of a sudden, you don't know what you have done with the money. And as if there are holes in your pocket, the money is gone. You don't know what you have done. That's a trap for the devil to, to attack your finances. There are some of us constantly, we make the effort to write exams. Constantly, we fail. We fail. You are just below the pass mark. Just below. And that has been your lot all over this time. You make every effort. And when you write the exam, you fail. It's a trap the devil is setting to disarray your life and your future. The Lord must deliver you. God must come in and break that chain and break that trap so that mentally you'll be free and be able to study and pass your exams. Amen. 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 There are many, many, many issues that we are ensnared with. But the good news is that the Lord is our help. The good news is that the snare can be broken by the power of the God we serve, who is our help. God is our help. God is our deliverer. When God comes in, the snare can stand his power. Psalm 124 verse 6 Praise the Lord who did not let their teeth tear us apart We escaped like a bird from a hunter's trap The trap is broken The trap is broken And we are free The trap can be broken And you must walk in freedom And enjoy the life that God has given to you 
Amen. Tisa fiti na obunsa mu asunsu mu se ne yehu ewo eye nu wo hadio nu enan ni munsia ho no se inshiranka awade a wanfaya nge ha na mu ama wo se na awade ama eye fiti sum na yesu sum ni nyina no ama abubu. Now how do we break the snare by God's help? There are a few things. There are some of us who have found ourselves ensnared. It could be because of one sin that you committed or a regular sin that you have been committing that has pushed you into that kind of prison. If you are like that, there's the need for you to do what we call repentance and confession of that sin. When we say confession of that sin, say it as it is to the Lord. Don't say it wasn't my fault. I don't know how I got into this. The thing is that you have committed it. So you tell God that I have done A, B, C, D. I slept with a man five times and I know it's wrong in your sight and I want you to forgive me. That, we call that confession of sins. And know that you are not confessing it to anybody but your God who will deliver you from that snare. There are some of us who have been involved in the occult, we've been involved with the devil, the agents of the devil, and you have been given some properties to hold in your homes. There are some plaques in your home, there are some rings that they say put it there, put it in water and drink. When you drink it, your sickness will go. The ring is not from God, it is from the devil's camp, and you have put the ring in the water and you have drank it. When you have properties of the devil in your camp, it serves as a legal ground. For the devil to keep you in the snare. You must release that and bend them and get them off your sin and renounce their influence upon your life. There are some people who have gotten themselves involved with satanic covenants with the devil. Covenant. In Africa, when people don't have children and they are desirous of having children, they go to all manner of places because they want children. They say, they say swallow 16 eggs raw. They say kill a white fowl. They say do this. And you make a commitment to that agent of the devil that when I give birth, to this child of mine, every year I'll come and slaughter a goat for you. It's a covenant. And that covenant must be renounced because you are God's child. Your covenant relationship should be with the Lord Jesus Christ who shed his precious blood for you. His signature on the covenant was made by the blood that you shed. Any covenant beyond that is a devilish covenant. And you must renounce that. That's the only way that you can be free from that snare. When you are a quiet so, oh, Abia, a way why a deck a crack into no power war. Over here, I don't know what the amount. Now, no one somehow quiet pump. A pump on the quiet, and you may be around Kaiwa Hono, Abia Kokuma, a boa, and now then a year to could be away, and no Ababaya, and it is soon be at a treble, or so to make the whole free. You know, parents have genuine, genuine hearts for their children. You have a child, you have good plans for your child. You, there are some parents, they say they want to protect their children. So they go and mention their names to the uh, village shrine or family shrine and they pour libation on the name. You, when you are doing that, you are ensnaring your children. You are putting your children in a trap. You can't be a Christian and be doing the same, that kind of thing outside the church. 
If you are a Christian, remain a Christian. If you are a child of God, remain a child of God. And walk with God. Anything outside that is not acceptable to God. Don't go and make a covenant in the name of protecting your children. And pouring libation, mention your children's name. And pouring libation over their name. You are trapping them. Their life will never be free as they grow. Perhaps that's the reason why your child is behaving the way he's behaving. Until you renounce that covenant, your child will remain like that. Oh, so we are Christian now. Best free a bam boy fear ready horn. Now, oh, baby, what conua where near my do money dinia? You fear a answer a guayabus near my swamau. As I would a ball, my home by now. We are sadiano and a chess of Fibiano. If you are about to come with nine, I will be a hope. Sadiano, a betty woman in your sassa, a more friendly name. So one to me and quam, I'm Mamradi, and you won't want three or one for more. Mofrano. You know, my mom is a train. She's gone. She's gone. The Lord has called her. But I remember when I was very young. Those days, my hair is not what you are seeing now. Very slimy, very curly. You know, and I remember one day they took us to a place at Osu for the twins. And I remember they slaughtered the goats. I think they were doing the twin thing. I didn't understand those days. And they were putting the blood on her feet. They, they, they cut the head, not fully. The head still hanging, but with the blood. Then they come and open where they have cut and pour the blood on our feet. I remember they did that for me. I remember also that those days, I used to be falling sick rough, rough. And my parents took me to a place. If you watch carefully here, I, think, I don't know whether it's gone. But they made some incision here on my face, on my right hand and the left. And they put some black powder there. It's supposed to be protecting mommy's son from the attacks of wizards and witches. And I was told that any time I was to sleep, I should open Psalm 91, open it, and put it under my bed, under the pillow before I sleep. And when I do that, the Satan and the agents will not come. I am telling you, when I got born again, I'm telling this from experience. When I got born again and I received the call, any time I stood in front of people to preach, by the time I finish preaching, I'll be feeling dizzy, I'll be feeling dizzy, and it's a sign that I'll have migraine. When I finish the preaching, the whole of the rest of the day, my head will be pumping. Boom, boom, boom. Until I went to deliver. I'm telling you, I understand you. I went for deliverance. The man from Nigeria, what was the name? The one who died. Kavi, you know him, he was coming. Yeah. But everyone went for, to the front for deliverance. I also went there. And they prayed for me and they broke all those things and renounced all those things. And to the glory of God, that thing is gone. Amen. That thing is gone. It is so for not some of our candy actually a war ha so for and on the day in a why. I dare was here who no, and near my pebre or why, my men, my wakoya or yafumu. Nah, never make a koya, a bisa, a pepe, a ma, near a year, no po, over five Christian yano, etchino. Now, Nim say a dinning ya. Now, Jenny Penim, now, pretty we are. Nitty, nay, mu perse pime, you know, because he said Dacro or Jebby. So, if you are a parent here and you have passed some corners, I'm saying corners, it is only you who knows. They've given you some bracelets, they've given you some chains for your waist, they've given you some things to put in your home, and today you are confessing Christ. Please, repent. Number two, go for all those things and dispose of them. Put fire, kerosene, and burn them. That's how you can be free from the snares of the devil who you have made a covenant with. Some way in 
wajiji niema bi ehshe o awo awo ni mse ba bi akoje ye no enye ni efi awrade bo modin a se ode crazy ebekusu na abeshe no so you must renounce all known and unknown covenants with the devil sometimes it may not be you but maybe your parents who have done the covenant on your behalf so there are, excuse me, excuse me, I don't, I'm not attacking the gang here, but there's something we call Nyongmatu, those of you who are gangs. If you have 10 children, we call that Nyongmatu. There's a ceremony that they perform. Again, they slaughter gold, they pour libation, and they do all those things. It's incantation and invitation of the devil to sit on the throne of the heart of your children. Because you mention all the 10 children and you pour libation on their behalf. You are calling forth the powers of the kingdom of darkness to rule in the affairs of your children. You must renounce that. If you are a true child of God. So you ready banka san. Unia wo ha. Wan kasan kasan wo na onim baby a wafa. Wo de wa dream no unim se okobo o ma ho ban. Unim se okobo o busua ho ban. Nanso no nanya saa. Se ne aye nyina aye nim ye ko eye ye gana ha baby bia na ye be ko. Ye hu se saa niam no. Edi krofo nya. Wo ba hwana na wo ma. E bia wa wo ma edu. Eh wo court se akan mu aye se bedudan. so renounce that you must keep what I'm calling a healthy relationship with the Lord. Our relationship with God is a sweet relationship. It's basically worship, studying of God's word, doing what God's word says, praying to him, calling upon him, living a holy life, a healthy relationship with God. Let me tell you, God is your protection. God is the ultimate protection over our lives. Wherever we find ourselves, he is the one who protects us. Will not save your life. It is God who will protect you. Amen. Riding Kuto. Eh, Umpei. Riding the boy at home buying. It won't know what's the idea. I won't share that. That's all the boy at home buying. And yes, I could a quiggy and eh, you're quant one and you can't come on your mobile idea. A bad boy. Then there's something called binding the strong man behind the snare. The strong man. There's always a spirit behind that strong man. You must bind that. When we say you bind, what it basically means is that you are dismantling his power and influence over your life. And you cast that force out of your life. When you move the strong man out, you will be free because he will release you for your God. It's not like the Israelites who were crying to the, God wanted to deliver them from the Egyptians. Until they dealt with Pharaoh. God dealt with Pharaoh before he released them. So in every situation... That is an ensnarement or a trap for you. There's a strong man behind. And that strong man must be dealt with. You must curse that strong man. You must bind that strong man. You must command that strong man to take off his hands and break the chains around you. That's the only way that you can walk in the freedom that God wants for you. Israel Egypt. Aye, Mose, any Pharaoh, Coco dia Tam, Emma, Mose, Dino, so and Conimino, Radinam, so and Nam Sudin, Conimino, and no, and Emma, Egypt, Israel, for any of our own dear. It will be Bia Coso, Abrabon, ye one year or tertiary, no tertiary, no any, I was out with me, and who said, Uber said, Niniama, Wayena, and Moena, for our own dear. May the Lord bless us and deliver us. We are going to pray in a few minutes. I don't know what snares you have found yourself in by your personal doing. 
or by satanic doing or something that had happened by others you are ensnared. It could be physical. You have found yourself in debt because somebody has led you to collect some loan and you are not able to pay. It's an ensnarement. You are in the office, something has happened, they've put you in, a, in trouble. It is not your doing. God will deliver you. I pray that you have faith in God. And I'm going to take you through the prayer quickly and then we'll deliver ourselves quickly in the next 15 minutes and then we'll be gone. Amen. Amen. And as I say, Ebi ana uweka eda oso ah eye enam kwen bisu ne ma ukokoto sa kenimu adi bi ayaka wahano ebi wawa befa onya mama yenye na impai boi eba beboi ubi anvan hunsemu ni awa bonge fa onwa bomo impai sene rade ebe tia efrisa enyema. But if you have things that you must renounce and dispose of, I encourage you to do that. When you go home, go and look for those things and throw them off, set them on fire so that you can be free. Can you say amen to that? Amen.